0: Hey, guys, it's Adrian Pinozo here with the More to Life Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we help you get more to life through the power of real estate investing. I wanted to take a quick minute here this morning and deliver this solo um, factual interview with myself um, about how grateful I am, the support Uh, and feedback and positive reinforcement and support through all of our listeners since we started this podcast has been incredible. Um, We just surpassed a year in recording our episodes. We're on episode number 41. So we've delivered 41 episodes in this first year. And you know what? Amazing, amazing statistics I wanna share with you. And again, super grateful for this we're just at 11,135 listens in our first year of recording. So like almost uh, like crazy numbers that I never thought, you know, that I would see a year ago when we started this podcast, I hadn't, I really didn't know what to expect other than I wanted to deliver some great content. Um, Obviously all the knowledge I have, 11 years being in the business, Plus bringing on some amazing speakers that, you know, we've done and it's indicative of the feedback I'm getting from listeners and whatnot on on how they're enjoying uh, the information, the episodes as they roll out uh, week after week after week. So, you know what, another piece of information, we're just in the last 90 days, we're at almost 5,000 listens which is incredible. And again, guys, I'm super, super grateful um, for all the support and positive feedback that we're getting. So I'm gonna continue pushing and I wanna continue putting out some great content. I mean, some some of the guests we've had have been incredible sharing their knowledge in the industry, right from the do's and don'ts to some great tips, to their experience, the mindset component of all this, and, you know, failing forward and, Uh, just sharing everything they've been able to accomplish, some great successes they've had that obviously you can put in your toolbox and and do the same or uh, just help you in general. So that's the goal here is just deliver that great content that we've had and continue to help you. On that note, um, again, thank you so much. It's been a great first year. Accomplishments have been superb and I'm over the moon grateful for for all your support. Continue to leave our comments and rate us on iTunes and everything. It helps smaller podcasts like us. It it obviously goes a long way. And we'll continue to put out some great content, great, great guests. Uh, And we look forward to tripling what we've done this first year in our second year. On that note, let's get into this next episode. Cheers. Hey everyone, it's Adrian Pinozo here with the More to Life Real Estate Investing Podcast. Helping you get more to life so you can start living your dreams through the power of real estate investing. Super pumped today, guys. We are, believe it or not, on episode number 44 with a very, very special guest on our show today. Our guest today is Jason Lowe. And let me tell you a little bit about um, how and the success of this uh this individual, Jason Lowe, is the chairman of the Lowe Family Group of Companies and renowned speaker on leadership, entrepreneurialship, the process of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept. Pretty interesting. We're going to dive into that momentarily. But originally from a small mining and forestry town to building a group of privately held companies generating millions in annual revenue, Jason's been featured on numerous podcasts and radio networks across North America, sharing his inspiring entrepreneurial journey and proven leadership insights. He is a published author, a sought-after sought after coach, and engaging speaker, appearing in countless stages. An important part of Jason's life is to give. Especially dear to his heart are children's charities, nonprofit agencies providing food, shelter, and care to others less fortunate. We are super happy, super pumped to have Jason here with us today. Our pleasure. And uh, Jason, welcome to the show. How are you today?
1: Adrian, it's an honor to be with you. I'm doing outstanding. Thank you. And I always say, <laughs> when, uh, you know, uh, an introduction is is reviewed, I, I kind of joke around sometimes and say, maybe I should have you read my eulogy as well. Like it just, uh, <laughs> right? it's just like this lengthy, you know, thing about, um, I hope that your audience, you know, gets a lot of inspiration out of our talk today. And uh, it, it really yeah. is an honor, uh, truly an honor. We, we had a chance to connect and, and talk a little bit before hitting the record button. And I was I was very appreciative of you sharing your story with me and how we have uh, sim- similar lineage in terms of uh, professions that you know I've been involved in. But um, it's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. Awesome.
0: Yes, and it's Friday, so weekend's around the corner, yep. uh, which always uh, helps get get things started off here. So why don't we get right into it, um, Jason? Um, for those of the audience who are not super familiar with you and your story, please tell us more. The start of your journey, your experiences along the way. I understand you started working at Staples. That's right. Dell back in the two thousands, transitioning into the financial industry. Yep. Co-founding multiple business. So take it take it from the start. How did how did we get to where we oh, are today?
1: Oh boy, I you know for me it, it was my early beginnings in our family. You know, growing up in uh, Timmins Ontario, a small mining and forestry community and I grew up I was a toddler during the early 1980s when inflation skyrocketed interest rates peaked at more than 21 and a half percent if you were a prime customer of the bank wow. and these are these are things obviously that I did not know at the time. I was just a toddler but my parents constantly argued about money and my sister and I, uh, remember that as a very painful period of time in our lives because we didn't really understand why we mom and dad fighting all the time about money. And I always thought to myself, reflecting back on that experience, it really prepared me uh, to, to help people through similar periods like what we're experiencing right now with rising inflation, political turmoil, rising interest rates, uncertainty. And we deal with real estate investors every single day at Ascendant Financial, which is one of our businesses in our low family group of companies. And at an early age, when I had an opportunity to to relocate from Timmins to Western Canada, at that time, Staples was opening, Staples Business Depot was opening 26 plus new stores a year. And so I was literally thrown into this experience of learning how a business operates, learning how uh, people, sales, profit, how to lead teams, how to scale a business. Uh, I was really blessed beyond the definition of good fortune to be mentored by some very, very talented and capable leaders. And I took each one of those lessons to heart and I implemented and yeah, I stubbed my toe along the way. I made a lot of mistakes. I learned a lot. But that is invaluable experience coming right out of college, spending eight years with an organization that I'm very grateful for. I learned a lot from, and it prepared me for the next step in my journey, which was becoming a senior partner manager with Dell and relocating to Tampa, Florida, and spending a few years growing and scaling an element of Dell's uh, business, which again, being exposed to a lot of great mentors, a lot of great leaders, and um, developing my own leadership style, and my own approach, you know, to developing people. And in that period of time, I began my own real estate investing journey. I became a member of the real estate investor network, and Mm -hmm. I started to uh, invest in condo style townhomes. That was my niche. Um, I didn't choose really that niche for any other reason other than uh, the investment opportunities that were presented to me were primarily rental pool new construction. Um, so those were just some things that really appealed to me as a real estate investor. I remember my very first transaction, I put $3,000 down on this townhome style condo rental pool property. And at that time it was cash flowing, doing extremely well. And I was in my mid twenties. And so I thought, wow, this is fantastic. Like I'm, I'm going to be a real estate tycoon. <laughs> yeah, right. And then 2008 and 2009 came around. <laughs> and that was like getting hit in the face with a two by four because I was over leveraged, refinancing, buying more doors. Now, I didn't end up with anywhere near the quantity of doors that you know, you've know you been blessed to accumulate in your investment journey. But knowing what I know now, fast forward to today with the process of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept, my involvement in the real estate space now is not only coaching real estate investors on how to implement this process and improve and expand their investment portfolio, but also to be able to finance and participate on the finance side of deals mm-hmm. and to provide lending and to provide capital, which any real estate investor, that's like oxygen.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right.
1: And so I'll tell you, I have to say it's, it's mentors I am the sum part of everyone who's mentored me. And so I give all the credit to the mentors who still continue to coach me and, and help me along in my journey to this day. And for anyone who's listening in your community, my hope is, is that they receive inspiration to be mentored and be coached. Because to, to get really proficient at anything, you need a good coach. Isn't that good? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I'll tell you. The times that we're experiencing right now, what would people prefer? Would they prefer all the stomach churning ups and downs and volatility? And, um, you know, there's great deals coming out in the market right now. As you can probably imagine, you're in that space it day in and day out. A lot of motivated sellers who are taking a bath on properties that they purchased as early as six months ago and are trying to get rid of today. And if you don't have ready access to capital to take advantage of those opportunities that track you down, I promise you someone else does. Mm-hmm. And the, the greatest uh, frustration and friction point that real estate investors tell me they, they encounter, and I experienced it firsthand in my own investment journey, was having ready access to capital. You have to jump through hoops, you have to jump through qualifying. You have to complete lengthy, nosy credit applications, provide personal guarantees, all the things that you know inside and out. But when you embrace a process of becoming your own banker, you can take control of that function. You can grow a pool of financial value that you can borrow against on demand and on your terms. So if you have ready access to money and these loans that you get from the life insurance company are unstructured, meaning there's no repayment schedule, That puts you in a position of total and absolute control, especially when you experience unexpected vacancy, unplanned maintenance, emergencies, things that all require money, and you have ready access, and you can take control of this financing function, my goodness, it creates a pretty peaceful, stress-free way of life financially, and I give all the credit to my mentor, R. Nelson Nash, who developed the process and who I was blessed Beyond the definition of good fortune to be mentored by for so many years, amazing! Isn't that Let's good? Let's dive into that.
0: Let's dive into that. You, a you, couple really interesting sentences there. You, you, were talking about. So, what is it? How does it work? Uh, becoming your own banker. Let's break that down. Um, you know, step by step.
1: Absolutely. In between, tell us. Yeah, about you. That. You bet. Um, so, I'll, I'll break it down using one of my own personal examples. Okay, Back in April of 2008, you could still get 40-year amortizations on a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Who could even fathom that today? A 40-year amortization schedule. And, mm-hmm. and interest rates were even fantastic back in 2008. Right. And so my wife, Rebecca, and I, when we purchased our principal residence at that time, we thought, wow, this is fantastic. We've got a 40-year amortization, a low rate of interest. Hey, this is our lot in life. This is great. And at that time, I thought, you know what? I want to be mortgage-free by the time I'm 45 years young. And I didn't have any other uh, rationale other than picking that number arbitrarily. And I'm 47 today. So this was a long time ago. And In July of that same year, I was introduced to the process. I read the book titled Becoming Your Own Banker, which is the book that was written by my late mentor. This book has sold over a half a million copies and it's self published. (laughs) There's a reason it works. And what we began to do is we put into place the tool that enabled us to implement the process. The essence of becoming your own banker is ridiculously simple it's to recapture the money, the interest that you're paying to banks, finance companies, credit card companies, all for all those things that you need to finance throughout your lifetime, property, business equipment, vehicles, um, education, post-secondary, uh, weddings, vacations, uh, everything money. that you can possibly imagine. And at that time, Rebecca and I started to put money in the form of premium into dividend-paying, participating whole-life insurance contracts. And when you think of life insurance, you think of dying. Hey, the only way that I can win is to die. And you've heard people use that that expression. Hey, I'm, I'm life insured to the hilt. I'm worth more dead than I am alive. If you have dividend paying participating whole life insurance contracts, you get the advantage of daily accumulation of cash value. And this cash value must grow to match your total death benefit of the insurance contract. The cash value rises daily. It cannot go backward. So if the real estate cycle goes the wrong way, your cash value goes up. If the stock market falls, your cash value goes up. If the economy recedes, your cash value goes up. And so much more. If you can think of any volatile impact on the economy or your personal economy, your cash value is going to continue rising every day. And what Rebecca and I did is we learned that you could borrow against that accumulating value on your terms. So every single day, think of an aquarium, if your listeners and viewers picture an empty aquarium on day one, and then day one, day two, day three, day four, and so on, that aquarium is filling up with cash. And you look inside the aquarium and you go, wow, there's a lot of capital piling up in here. You co-own the life insurance company. So you contact the life insurance company and you say, hey, look, I've got $25,000 that's piled up in my aquarium. I have a death benefit of a million. I need to borrow against this accumulation. The insurance company says, look, you can borrow a maximum of $25,000 and you get to repay it on your terms. We'll put a lien on the million dollar death benefit for the amount that you owe. Now I'm in a position of control. I have my aquarium still filling up every day, uninterrupted by the fact that I requested a loan. I take the proceeds. I go down to the commercial bank and I start buying down the principal balance of the mortgage. It took Rebecca and I seven years, seven years to get rid of the commercial bank. That's 33 years ahead of schedule. How are we doing so far? (laughs) Pretty amazing. And God forbid, (laughs) if the unthinkable happened to me, At any point during that process, my family would have owned the home that we paid off 33 years in advance. They would have received a tax-free windfall of death benefit proceeds from the life insurance company, which would cover everything that we paid in premium, everything that we borrowed against to pay off the house, and so much more. And so look at it from this vantage point. If you owe money or if you spend money, it doesn't matter we talk to people all the time. Hey, I'm debt-free. Is it really possible to owe nobody nothing? Only if you're homeless and destitute, you still got to pay the hydro bill. You got yeah. to yeah. fuel in your car. You got to pay the internet bill. You got to, you're doing all the work to earn the income, but everyone else is getting all your money. Mm-hmm. And so we've changed the flow. And now if you imagine to this day, I still would have been making payments to a commercial bank for a mortgage. But guess who's getting the money now? I got it. My aquarium. Yeah. So, so let me
0: break it down. Yeah, go ahead. I know some people are probably scratching their heads and say, can you repeat that? <laughs> <So> <laughs> let's, let's break it down. You buy, sure. you participate, you buy, whatever word you want to use, a life insurance policy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Dividend wanting. paying, dividend paying, participating whole life.
0: Okay. Describe step two. Now you're paying into this policy, right? That's right. So let's let's say, what are we paying a year on average into a policy, something?
1: Oh, gosh. We have clients that put in as little as 100 bucks a month for their kids. Okay. And we have clients that put in more than 10000 a month. And so if you're somewhere in between those two numbers, you can start.
0: Okay. So let's call it, for easy math, um, $5,000 a month you're yep. putting into this, um, life insurance policy. That's right. Okay. So every month I give you $5,000. So obviously at the end of the year, five times 12 is 60, yep. right? So at the end of a year, I've, I've contributed 60,000 to this policy. Yep. Now, step three, I can now, I put the money in but I can also take it, borrow it against the policy. That's 60,000. Is that what you're telling us?
1: Yeah. You wouldn't be withdrawing it. You would be borrowing against that accumulation so that you don't interrupt it. Right. You don't, you don't want any of your own capital to stop compounding. You want that to continue compounding inside of the policy and to continue growing without interruption. Right. You borrow, you borrow against that accumulation And I want you to contrast this with your borrowing experience. When you go to a commercial bank, can you just walk into the bank and say, here's how much I need. Can you have that prepared for me? The bank is going to say, whoa, not so fast, Adrian. We've got a lot of documents. We need to go through your debt servicing. We need to go through uh, reviewing your rental income and all these ratios. The life insurance company asks you two questions. Would you like us to electronically deposit that into your bank account? Or would you like us to mail you a check? There's no credit verification, income verification. These loans are private and they're unstructured. So they're not reported to TransUnion. They're not reported to Equifax. They don't show up anywhere on your credit bureau. And that to me spells control. Oh, 100%. Isn't that good?
0: yeah so back to my example so the first yep. year goes by we have contributed sixty thousand dollars into yep. this policy we can borrow against the policy that yep. sixty thousand yes not the entire 60 in the first year no give me an example what we could borrow approximately or um, i'm just trying to paint a picture for everybody out there
1: yeah if the policy is engineered for maximum cash value accumulation Anywhere from forty five to fifty two thousand in the first year. Okay,
0: and now again, you mentioned something that's quite attractive as well. We borrow on our terms. Yeah. And and how does that look like? Do we say what? What do we tell? How do we describe what that means or how that plays out?
1: Yeah. So what you want to do is you the, the title of the book says it all, right? You want to become your own banker. Right. So the banker is going to give you an amortization schedule. Hey, if you want to access someone else's pile of money, you're going to do it on our terms. And here's the amortization schedule. So if you become your own banker, you need to create your own repayment schedule. And you need to honor that repayment schedule to truly become your own banker. Because what you're doing is you're cranking up a business that never existed before. It's your own banking system. And so you want to be an honest banker, create that repayment schedule. But the repayment schedule, remember what I was saying earlier about a 40-year amortization? Who could even dream at night of getting that today? Mm -hmm. When you become your own banker, you can create a 40-year amortization schedule. You're the banker.
0: 40 years to pay that
1: back. You got it. Right. And so now that puts you in a position of control. I think for simplicity, if, if your listeners and viewers look at it from this vantage point, There's four characters in the financial play. You've got the depositor, the borrower, which nothing happens without the borrower. Yeah. You've got the banker and you've got the bank owner. Your listeners and viewers, and perhaps yourself as well, Adrian, you're the depositor and the borrower. You're only two of the four financial uh, characters in the play. Correct. This process of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept enables you to become all four characters in the financial play. Just refer back to my example. I'm the depositor because I'm paying premium. I'm cranking up these large premiums in these dividend-paying, participating whole life insurance policies. I'm the borrower because I'm requesting a policy loan from the life insurance company. I'm the banker because I set the terms. I call the shots. You've heard the golden rule, right? Whomever has the gold makes all the rules. Yep. And I also, just by virtue of having a participating contract with the insurance company, the insurance policy, I co-own the life insurance company, so I'm the bank owner. I also share, and we haven't touched on this yet, but I receive dividends every year that they're declared. And that dividend represents my share of the divisible surplus generated by the insurance company that I co-own. And I take those dividends, which do not trigger a taxable event, and I chunk them right back into my system to expand and grow and multiply more capital. And then from that very place, I can decide and control how I set about financing all those things in my life, which can certainly include real estate investing. Isn't that good? That's pretty amazing. And yeah. isn't it true? You, you could agree with this and you can attest to we did not discuss this before the recording. So I'm just going to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot. Would you agree with me that your money must reside somewhere? Yes. And so if you have capital that you can store inside of your own warehouse of wealth, let's refer to it as building your warehouse of wealth. If you have capital that you can store there and you create uninterrupted compounding, first of all, when would you want that compounding to stop? Never. Never. And so if you can store capital inside of this this entity that, that you own, you control, you have uninterrupted compounding, you're not attracting any taxation on the daily growth of your cash value, there's no tax on the death benefit proceeds, you have ready access to capital because high caliber opportunities will track you down. I get contacted by real estate investors all the time with really high caliber opportunities because I have ready access to a pool of financial value and I don't have to play their game. I don't have to jump through all the hoops to get access to it. So if you know that to be true, which it is, then how much capital do you want not residing there? It's just a question of pure logic. And at at present, I'll ask you this too. And if you could speak on behalf of your community at Mm -hmm. present, is it not true that all of the money that you're earning, that your community's earning, whether it's rental income, T4 income, dividends, a combination of all the above. Is it not true that all of that money is flowing through the books of someone else's bank right now? Absolutely. How much of that flow do you want to shift to your system? Absolutely. And this is not much like, you buy real estate for a deferred benefit. If you're like 99% of the real estate investors I talk to. So if you're purchasing real estate for a deferred benefit, you know that you're not going to get wealthy in real estate tomorrow afternoon. It takes time. It's meant to happen gradually and incrementally over a period of time. It's no different with this process. This is not a get rich quick anything. This is meant to be done gradually and incrementally. I'm 15 years into my journey. We have 67 policies in our family banking system, and we don't rely on a commercial bank, Adrian, for anything other than the convenience of debit. So if you can think of it along those lines, how much less stress would you have? How much less pressure would you be feeling? How much more relieved would you feel if you didn't have those bankers in your life or the snakes and dragons, as my late mentor used to refer to them as?
0: If you didn't have those
1: people in your lives, you would be feeling pretty peaceful and stress-free. And that's where we're at. And that's what we coach Canadians coast to coast to do in their lives. And uh, when I say coach, I mean just that. We're right there with you. And we're helping you to take control of this function one step at a time. It's not going to happen overnight. But my goodness, the time's going to fly by anyway, Adrian. And the longer you wait, the more you penalize yourself. Isn't that good? I love it. I You know I'm sucking all the oxygen out of this
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) virtual room. I got a list of questions here and kind of... You know, you're answering all of them with with um, with your explanation, essentially. Um, Like my next one was and it's pretty I think you touched upon it, but it's a no brainer. How does this concept radically improve an investor's real estate investment journey? And I think it's self-explanatory because like you said, you're not jumping through all those hoops to try and get the lending from a commercial banker. Like you said, that ratio uh, and and everything comes with the million and one. They want to know the name of your first dog, right? What you used to feed,
1: and I used to go through that. Yeah, and And now that was it. Frustrating.
0: frustrating. Oh, you you can't imagine. I
1: especially, right? Especially, Adrian, when you have a great deal, and you you want to take advantage of this deal, and it's it's a really high caliber opportunity but you're running into friction with the lender and you want to access someone else's pile of money. And meanwhile, 100% of your financial resources are flowing through the books of someone else's banking system. That, that is just unnecessary, completely unnecessary in your life. And when people ask that frequently asked question that I've heard 52 million times over the last 15 years, why isn't everyone doing this? Do you really believe that the banks want you to know how to do this? And no, if you not. if you just, yeah, if you go to Uncle Google and you type in the term BOLI, bank-owned life insurance, commercial banks buy dividend-paying participating whole-life insurance contracts by the truckload. And it's a tier-one asset to the bank. You cannot have anything classified as a tier one asset unless it has guarantees, safety, very predictable growth, and the banks buy this by the truckload. So the commercial banks are either really stupid and producing a lot of wealth for their stockholders, or they know something that you, your community, and I don't know. Which one do you think it is?
0: Well, they're not stupid, that's for sure.
1: That's for sure. <laughs> and so what what we want to do is we want to become the banker in our lives as it relates to our needs. Everyone, everyone, everyone must rely upon someone or some organization to perform the function of banking in their lives as it relates to their needs. And Canadians are not only abdicating the responsibility of that function, but more important and most important, they're abdicating the actual opportunity that it represents to be the banker in your life. And this is not meant to be sensationalized in any way, shape, or form. This is ridiculously simple once you know how to do it. And that's why you've got to work with a great coach. And, and you know, my team at Ascendant uh, are the very best in Canada at implementing this bar none. And if Nelson were here today, he would he would attest to that. Amazing.
0: Um, how do like listeners out there, because I'm sure we're, we're going to get your contact information as, as we get to the end of the show, but how do people out there know when it is the right, and this may be a, a double-edged sword kind of question, when is the right time to seek an advisory team like yourselves? When's that right time? Would it be when they're, I think I can answer it myself. The right time yeah. is now, because if you get everything in place now, when that day comes and that great opportunity presents itself, you're yeah. ready to go That's with right. capital, ready to deploy in any circumstance. So I think I answered that myself. Why wait if you have uh, obviously the, the ability to network with somebody like yourself who can put everything into perspective or and, And so your team can assist. Would you, would that be fair to say?
1: Yeah. And I would say in addition to what you've described, it all begins with desire. There has to be a desire to improve, to expand what you're doing financially, what you're contemplating doing financially. You have to have a desire to uh, build a financial future. That's bigger than your financial past. And so if you possess that desire, then there's a period of introspection to say, okay, I've got 100% of my existing financial resources already prioritized. Anyone who's watching this or listening to this, every dollar that flows through your hands, you've already got it allocated and prioritized for something. So you've got to reallocate a portion of those dollars to start creating your system. You've got to crank up a business that never existed before. And that means cranking up premium inside of dividend paying participating whole life insurance contracts That's just the tool. That's not infinite banking. That's not becoming your own banker. That's buying a product. And you and I both know with your experience, your background in law enforcement, if you put the best tool for the job in the hands of an incompetent, not only are they not going to turn out any good work with the tool, they're likely going to break the damn tool or they're going to hurt somebody. And so this policy, this system of policies is the best tool to get the job done. But you need a coach to help you simulate the experience and help you learn how to use it. And that's what we do. And so desire comes first, period of introspection comes second, reallocating capital so you can get your program started, that comes third. And then fourth is making sure that you're coachable. Because if you're not coachable, you don't like talking to people, they don't like talking to you you believe you've learned everything there is to know, there isn't anything new for you to learn, then we can't help you. We would not be well-suited to work with you. Right, right. If you're coachable, we can help you. But the whole key, and I say it often, the two most important words in the title of this book titled Becoming Your Own Banker are right here. Your own. (laughs) We want to teach you to become independent. We don't want to teach you to develop uh, a greater degree of dependence on your coach or on on the system, we want you to truly become your own banker, and that's going to require an investment of your time to learn how to do it properly. And we'll coach you on how to do it right. And also recognizing that this is meant to be done gradually and incrementally, because you and I both know we live in a instant gratification everything, instant food, instant coffee, uh, Amazon. If you order a book. Right now, it'll be on your doorstep before dinner. Like we live in an instant gratification, everything. The bankers want you to stay in that realm. We want you to control this function. Start taking control of it. Because think about what you're going to do with all these real estate assets when you're gone. You want to transfer them. But do you want to transfer them in a tax disadvantaged way or a tax advantaged way? Take your pick. Because ask yourself this fundamental question. Do you believe that the government's going to need less or more money in the future? More. Where do you think they're going to get it from? The banks. Streams of income. Yeah. And assets uh-huh. <laughs> that trigger capital gains. Yeah. And so when you have a, a windfall, a windfall of tax-free money that shows up exactly when it's needed the most, you can transfer these assets the next generation or to to partners or to other family members. Joint venture partners ensure each other with these contracts every day, at least in our organization. And so you can enable a tax-free transfer. And my definition of the best investment is one that pays the most when it's needed the most. It's a ridiculously simple definition. But my goodness... You know, I haven't met any real estate investor yet or anyone who's building wealth who has said to me, you know what, Jason? I actually don't feel like I'm taxed enough. <laughs> right? yeah. It's just, yeah. that's never happened before. And yeah. so if you, if you want to uh, keep taxes away from your wealth, then you've got to put this tool in your toolbox. It is the only tool that exists today that is exempt Exempt from the passive investment income tax rules. It's shielded from taxation on the daily growth. There's no tax on the death benefit proceeds. You have tax free access to capital when you need it on your terms. Gosh, what other elements do you need to say, this is where I want to build my warehouse of wealth? And from that place, I can go and build my real estate portfolio. I can go and build my business uh, portfolio. I can go and do all those things that I want to set about to do. And I can't guarantee you the time to get those things accomplished, but I can absolutely guarantee the money. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing! See, I've got me all jacked up now. I'm going to be on here all morning. Like <laughs> it's just so important. Real estate investors grasp this concept very quickly because real estate investors have enough horror stories to fill up a weekend of their experience in dealing with bankers. And they want to rid themselves of that frustration and tension and uh, just get rid of it all Become the banker as it relates to your needs and, and create that peaceful, stress-free way of life financially. Because you should be in control, not the banks, not the government, not some temperamental stock market, not some volatile real estate cycle. You should be in a position of total and absolute control.
0: Couldn't agree more. I love it. We try to keep the show in around 35, 40 minutes for that drive in the work or drive home. So um, tons of tons of good stuff that's come out there um, in the last few minutes. There, it's it's mind boggling. Really? I want to I want to get to the end here. And we ask a couple of final questions before we give the audience um, uh, the information on how they can get in touch with you and obviously work together and get some more information on a personal level. Um, What is your why?
1: Why do you do what you do? Uh, growing up, when my parents uh, received a foreclosure notice from the National Bank, and uh, my mom opened that envelope and was just shedding tears. My dad was really stressed. And my mom read the letter and looked at my sister and I and my father and asked, what kind of Christmas gift is this? I will never forget that for the rest of my lifetime. It motivates me. It stimulates me to help people, especially when I'm dealing with families who have uh, who are growing young children. I don't want to see people go through what my sister and I and my parents went through. And so I want to be a hero to those families. I want to help people to create what I, as a child could only dream of. We lived, paycheck to paycheck, fell behind financially big time. And today we don't worry about anything financial and we give a lot and that feels good. And so my why is to be of service to others. And I I keep reflecting on that painful experience as a stimulant for me uh, to to keep at it and and to keep serving people and inspiring them uh, to achieve their potential. And so that's what really gets me fired up and has me tap dancing into my office every day. Awesome. Awesome.
0: So you're very successful now, obviously. Um, And we say that relative to how the world views success. Yeah. Do you think amongst all your success, there's still more to life for you? And when you picture more to life, what does Jason see?
1: Oh, wow. That's such an amazing question. Honestly, I started to take sabbaticals. Last year I took six weeks off. This year I took eight weeks off. It's the longest that I've ever been away from work since I was a fetus. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's definitely more to life. Um, I, I am a workaholic. Uh, that's the most publicly accepted form of addiction. Yeah. And I am, I'm coping with it. I'm getting coached on it, counseled on it. And uh, believe me, there's much more to life than work. And, uh, much more to life, meaning community, family, quality time with your spouse and your children. Um, and I learned that workaholic behavior from my father and my dad was never around. He never was never there for my mom and my sister and I, and, uh, he's gone now, sadly, he's no longer with us and neither is my mom. And so I think that for me, more to life means, um, being coachable and, and really defining what fascinates me and energizes me and pursuing that. And so for your listeners, I would encourage them to do the same thing. Always be building a future that's bigger than your past and only do the things in life that bring you energy and fascinate you.
0: I like that a lot. Thank you. I like that last sentence a lot.
1: Yeah. I credit my, one of my mentors, Dan Sullivan of strategic coach, I owe him uh, an incalculable debt of gratitude for the impact that he's had on my life personally and professionally and for inspiring me to to realize that there's more to life than work. And your business actually thrives with you being around less. If you've got the right capable people, the right unique ability, teamwork, Mm -hmm. the right processes, the right systems, you can build a self-managing organization that thrives when you're not around. And uh, I'm living proof of that.
0: Absolutely. Amazing, Jason. So here we are at the end. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be listeners out there definitely contacting you and wanting to pick your brain and get into business together and whatnot. Yeah. How do they find Jason Lowe? How do they, what's the best way to get a hold of you?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, great question. So AscendantFinancial.ca. Again, that's AscendantFinancial.ca that's the website to our organization. Uh, You can connect with us. I'll make sure that you're plugged in uh, with the right person on my team, that you get all the coaching and support you need through the process. You can watch an introduction to the concept at watchibc.com. Again, that's watchibc.com. If you like to learn on YouTube, visit our YouTube channels, Banker's Vault. Again, that's Banker's Vault. And our second channel is Wealth Without Bay Street, which is also our podcast. Again, that's Wealth Without Bay Street. So this is an abundance, a treasure trove of resources at your fingertips 24-7. And when you receive inspiration and you've got that desire to make that change, connect with our team and we'll make sure that you are extremely well taken care of. And for me personally, I'd love to hear from people. You can yeah. find me on the, on the LinkedIn's. You can yeah. find me on, on the YouTubes, uh, on the uh, the the tweeters and the TikTokers, whatever yeah, that stuff is. is. You know, yeah. my team does a great job raising my profile on those social media platforms, yeah. and I'd love to hear from you. Just connect yeah. with me. Let me know uh, what your insights are and and your thoughts as you embark on this journey to learn about this concept and implement it in your life. Amazing,
0: yeah. For everybody listening, obviously, let them know. Hey, Jason, I heard you on the Mortar Life podcast. Um, yeah, really yeah. thrilled with your your show, and I'd love to you know get in touch with your team and whatnot. And uh, take it from there because, hey, great concept, um, absolutely amazing concept. Uh, You're obviously well, well, well versed uh, growing this company the way you have and uh, whatnot. And as real estate investors, like you mentioned, right when we started the show, the best thing to have is an unlimited access of cash and on your terms. Exactly. On your terms. Got it. Awesome, Jason. Well, listen, it is Friday. It's the weekends here, sort of speak. Thanks so much for being on the More to Life. And Thank you I for wish having Continued me. success, health, and happiness. And me too. More to life. At the end of the day.
1: I appreciate you, Adrian. Thank you so much, sincerely. I'm I'm very grateful for you having me, and I hope that uh, your community of listeners and viewers get inspired.
0: Hundred percent.